Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Globalnews.ca commentary, peace deal between Israel and UAE, the United Arab Emirates, curbs Iran's power and bolsters Netanyahu. This is a major development in the Middle East. Matthew Fisher contributed to Globalnews.ca on Twitter, at overseas for more than 30 years. Foreign correspondent is with us every Sunday at this time. Matthew, thank you for the time. I really enjoyed reading your, your column on this uh, this agreement between Israel and the UAE and what may, in fact, follow in the area. So what does this peace deal between these two countries mean? What's the impact on the Middle East and particularly their common enemy, Iran? Peace deal is a bit of a misnomer because, of course, the UAE and Israel have never been at war. But it is definitely a deal that I think can lead to greater peace in the region. Uh, There are a number of caveats to that, but I think it can lead to greater peace. Uh, What it does, though, in the short term, there's the practical thing that Israelis have always had great difficulty going to other places in the world uh, because they were cut off from so much of the world because they couldn't jump to other places in the Middle East to catch flights. That's much easier for them now or will be very soon, and they can get on all those flights with Etihad and Emirates. But beyond that, that's the practical thing for Israelis. Beyond that, there's the bigger thing that this really hamstrings Iran. Uh, The UAE uh, has a a more complicated relationship with Iran than some of the other Gulf states. It does allow Iranians to visit and whatnot, but it is certainly allied with the Saudis against Iran in terms of Iran's territorial ambitions uh, around the Persian Gulf. And this isolates them because it looks like Saudi Arabia and some of the other Persian Gulf Arab states are going to come in on it, and uh, it will make it more difficult for uh, Iran to operate with Hezbollah, their great allies in southern Lebanon who regularly target Israel. Uh, It also helps them uh, with the Syrians, the Assad regime, which is tied again to Iran, and uh, it helps in Iraq, where Iran has sponsored Shia groups there that have caused troubles, and in Yemen, where the Houthis a uh, subject we don't often discuss, but they have been aligned with Iran and have caused a lot of trouble in Yemen, too. So all of those things isolate Iran. It also allows Israel probably to overfly UAE airspace, should it ever feel the need to go and do something in Iran. and will also make it even easier for American warplanes to operate out of the United Arab Emirates, although they already do so a bit. So that's the upside for for them. And then, of course, there's the upside for Benjamin Netanyahu. Well, uh, I'd like to ask you about that, but before I do that, are we looking at a potential realignment or a new alignment of countries in the region? If you mention Oman and Saudi Arabia and other regional states rumored ready to follow suit with this uh, arrangement between Israel and the UAE, could we see a complete realignment or a significant realignment in the region? I call it significant. It's not a complete realignment. These countries were always opposed to Iran, but they were not in touch with Israel formally, certainly, but even informally, their ties weren't that great. It also solidifies their relationship with the United States uh, vis-a-vis Iran. So Iran is more isolated 
than ever. What, what it is, is it's confirmation of a relationship that has been evolving over the last few years, and it will help Netanyahu, who seems to have more political lives than anyone I've ever met. Uh, he uh, is not well-liked in Israel, has never really been well-liked in Israel. He's been hanging by a thread. He now has a shared government where he de- has half of the term, and uh, a former Israeli army officer shares the other half of the term. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we get another Israeli election uh, they have so, so very often anyway, but something where Netanyahu can try to use this to consolidate his political power and maybe stop the legal cases against him uh, for corruption. So he's a better guy for it. I think it helps the United States in the region. It really does help everybody except the Iranians, and, of course, it's not really what the Palestinians wanted. Yeah, I, as you were talking, I just remembered a cartoon that I saw some years ago. It had nothing to do with politics. It was just a fun animal cartoon, and there was a cat that was really, really beaten up, really badly beaten up, you know, the usual Band-Aids and all that stuff. And another cat reporter is sticking a microphone into the badly beaten cat's face and saying, How are you doing? And the other cat says, I'm okay. I have one left. <laughs> and well. for, for some for some people in the political arena... That is where they are. That is where they are. So for the Palestinians, the Palestinians were not a party to this agreement. It was the same thing in Afghanistan. The Americans negotiated directly with the Taliban and left the Afghans out of it. Well, we've got this deal uh, now between Israel and the United Arab Emirates, brokered by the Trump White House, it must be said. And again, the Palestinians had no seat at the table. They object to it because... Uh, it effectively gives Israel 30% of the West Bank, but there are Israeli guarantees, I wonder how strong they are, but that they get to keep 70% under the plan for settlements that Netanyahu had, had uh, announced, uh, they really weren't going to get anything. So 70% from where a lot of us sit is better than zero, but it is still not what the Palestinians want. They weren't consulted. They're very bitter We'll see how far that takes them, because they depend on money from the Gulf states as well as the United States to keep afloat. And if the Gulf states cut off that funding, and if the Americans do too, well, uh, money can have a powerful influence on how you behave. And maybe that is how they will uh, be forced to accept this deal. If you want to hear more... Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.